Welcome to Conspiracy Social Club, the number one debate show by Binary Man. Uh, if you want, you can see, you can listen to this, this show for free. Old episodes from the vault, just wherever you listen to episodes, just go hit that. If you want, you guys, if you got a friend, you're like, you got to check this out. These binary guys just really go at it's it. It's binary. So, <laughs> the two binary dudes just chopping yep. it up, man. Yep. Uh, if you like the show, go to uh, wherever you listen to the show. Give us five stars. We got merch uh, at aka deepwaters.com. Uh, we have an Instagram that is hilarious. Our good friend Dylan chops up some of the best moments on the show and puts it up there. And hopefully our YouTube will be up soon. Brian, I know you're just shooting up the club that's called America with your comedy. Well, I got some great news. New Brunswick, New Jersey Stress Factory special guest, Joey Diaz. Oh! Joey Diaz. My Joey Diaz coming in hot. God. The Stress Factory. May 5th, 6th, 7th. He's coming in to do some guest spots. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I well, can't wait. Well, I, I wish I could be there, dude. Listen, the thing I love about uh, you, Brian, is you are, you're like Joe Rogan. You love to bring savages out. I bring savages. If there, if there was more people like you, yeah. comedy would be, I think, elevate on a higher. Well, I believe in bringing people who are better or, or, or just as good. A guy like you. I mean, if, if you know, it's like you went up first the other day when we did that show and it was like I had to follow you that's not no, very few people can follow you and you I, are I can barely follow you You're and by the way I didn't follow you I wasn't very good but you know that that's you that's how you get better here's my but, suggestion but I'll be following Joey Diaz yeah. at the stress factory Fire, bro New you find out a lot about yourself yep. right there New Brunswick right? New Jersey stress we call factory. that an education where I'm from May 5th 6th 7th Joey Diaz will be guesting at the stress factory I'm excited uh, uh, Brian, you know what we should do? We should do a couple road gigs and make Dylan go in the middle and eat dicks after us. And go. then we can go up and be like, oh, I can follow that. <laughs> no, I'd be good. I'd, I'd... I would love to see you do a little stand-up. I feel like you're super surreal. You'd be like a Woody Allen. Well, look at his hair. Look at that hair. Dude, that's great He's hair. working on five hours of sleep. Dylan, I want you napping. Dylan, stop doing Adderall, room. bro. I want you napping right there. I please will you do that for we me? We want today? you to go China in here where you don't leave your work. You move into your workstation. Sam, where are you gonna be? Comedy Chaos, May 4th, for uh at the in the main room at the comedy store. So a wow. lot of good things happening. Come see me get weird, writing new shit all the time, trying to push it. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Do me a favor, Callan. Could you uh, eat more while we podcast? Is that possible? <laughs> uh, dude, I'm just having a little steak and some salad. You need a little bit more. It looks like you're eating fucking cookie dough. Grass-fed buffalo, motherfucker. <laughs> and bib lettuce, but it's purple. More, uh, more iron than fucking spinach. Mm. Where do you get that shit at? Sprouts, Soul Foods, or something? Who are you yelling yeah. at? Dude, I'm bursting. I'm fucking bursting with nutrients. 
Right now, a couple things you need to know, Sam. Dude, your video with the car was so funny, man. <laughs> I agree. My girlfriend really? was cracking. She showed it to me. She was fucking dying laughing. Oh, God. I need to do more of that. I'm going to. Hey, bro. Right now, I'm bursting. Hey, what? Hey, I'm bro? bursting with iron, vitamin B12, and fucking riboflavin. I'm not listening. Zitman D. Zitman D. My headphones weren't in. I can't hear you talk about delusional shit. Let me watch, Let me rinse my mouth out. Hold on. You fuck. Yeah. All right, go Brian on, Brian. Rules. What 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 fantasy made up stuff are you talking about right Hold now? Hold on. Mm. Mm. Oh my god! I don't even know what you do. Are you eating or are you shoving stuff bro, up your ass? No, bro, I can't tell. listen to me. Listen to me right now. It's like this you're trying morning. to smuggle stuff in the prison right now. Just no, so you guys bro. Know this we're morning, recording. I know. This morning, I decided. Hey, Brian, you woke up. Once you, you worked out hard yesterday, I pushed myself super hard yesterday. All right, went a little heavier, went a little heavier with the weight. So forgive me if my testosterone is spiked. 54 years old, waking up with a heart on. What? Here's the thing, Sam. Here's the thing. I don't take testosterone. I don't take human growth. I don't do yeah. all that bullshit that everybody else does. Yeah. What I do do is I, is I get it hard. I get after it. I get after it. Short bursts of workouts. I don't even know what okay? that means. Uh, working out or jerking off? Which one is Come it? Come on, dude. Well, I do some. I do Brian, you're sex. such a weirdo. I think you jerk off knuckles up. I just got to be honest with you. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Sam. Sam. I, I, choose, I choose to sear. I sear some grass-fed bison. And then I power that down with some fucking lettuce. But before that, before bursting, why do you with need lettuce if they're if they're eating grass? That's like because doubling like up on. Because I like a little fiber in my fucking diet because it's good for my gut bio. And not to mention, I might have had some fucking just a little bit, just a touch of fucking yogurt. I mean, sheep's milk, whole fat yogurt. It's the way I roll. Oh my! You know what? God. I, yeah. Yesterday I ate a wrap. I had a wrap, and I felt like a fucking left wing pansy. Oh, you dude, you sound like a, a white chick right now. I gotta be honest with you. Come on, dude. Why, woman? Why fucking come on, man? Come on, dude. I'm a man. I'm a man. Brian, hey, I love hey, you. Hey, bro. Dude. And I, you, I'm in Indianapolis you? right now, Brian. Living that's that life. Tough, that's a tough city, buddy. I know tough exactly city, where you are. dude. I got four fights on the way up. That's how tough it is, dude. Right at the Lot airport, the baggage guy fought me. I mean, you come here, dude. It's it, it, ready. It, it, yeah, it's just like it's a, what is it, Dagestan? It's a of, I feel like I'm in Dagestan right now. It's a, there's a lot of homeless where you're at. I, I, I Indianapolis is not my favorite. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where isn't there homeless, by the way? Can we just like like show me the place where they're like where people are like, dude, there, there's just not enough homeless here. I just Nancy, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's uh, neighborhood. She doesn't have any homeless. <laughs> Gavin Newsom's neighborhood. He doesn't have any homeless. I'm with you. Dude. Mike Bonner's neighborhood. My councilman. He doesn't have any homeless. He lives up in the Palisades. So anybody, anybody, uh, Joe Biden's neighborhood. Anywhere you go, I will say Hunter Biden, who lives down in Venice. I guess, uh, I guess, although he lives in an area, I think the canals where they police that area. But you know, for the most part, um, 
the people that are driving the narrative don't live anywhere close to the homeless. And the people that are driving the narrative that want to fucking save the poor don't have any poor people or anybody who even works with their hands at dinner ever. So yeah, I, I agree with you. About. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree with you, Brian. Finally, you won. My God. Well, I took, I took a lot of W's uh, last podcast. Let me ask you this. Yeah, Brian. Sam, you said that you said that you you think and I think you were exaggerating, but you said all historians are full of shit. But so let me let me ask you something. Would you do think that history, if you take it in a university like I did, you do believe that there are some historians or a lot most historians are sincere in trying to find out the truth of the past? Yeah or no? Um well, Brian, uh, it is of my belief that they they um Okay, Brian, let's 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 kind of take a look at what's going on right now in our society, right? We have and this has been documented over and 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 over again on this podcast. Uh your words, I'm 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 not going to I don't have the exact wording as you've said it a thousand times, but along the lines of indoctrinations, um we are revising history. We have heard that uh, over and over again on the show. So my point is like, you know, it's like, okay. So, so when we, when we we're, we're in a time where, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's like they, over time, they just take a little, 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 little. They start getting so much right that eventually they get in the bizarro town. Okay. Let's do that. Let's example civil rights, right? Civil rights starts at, hey man, people, regardless of their sect, race, religion, whatever, should be treated equally. That's where it starts. And we're all like, yeah, that's that's it. But over time, that you know, the next generation wants a little more. So now we're into bizarro town where it's like everyone should have a pronoun and we should give fucking kids uh puberty blockers until they decide what they want to be. That's what happens, right? So let's apply that to history. So right now in this bizarro place that we're in, we're seeing where all the presidents are racist. We got to take down all of the statues. Everything has to be erased because we're in bizarro town right now. So my point being the stuff before was tiny little increments that maybe we didn't understand that there's a lot of history that has been rewritten and, sure. and that we don't know history at like, we don't really know history because if you really know your history, okay. Yeah. You have a connection to past generations. You have a sense of who you are and you have a jumping off point in your life that kind of lets you know where you want to go. And that's just my opinion, Brian. I, I think they don't want us to know how special we are. I think they constantly rewrite everything. I think, we look at we look at our our textbooks that we're grown that we uh, we read in school and f historians will go through them and go that's a lie that's a lie right, that's right, a lie right. that's a lie yeah. that's a lie so it's like hey, that's well, on I, little I, I agree yeah I agree I agree that for the most part Anthony ring the, the bell the liability you have with history is that it's written by the winners number one and number two um, the Thaddeus Russell, who's a friend of mine, um, done a couple of podcasts with him. He, he's a historian. And he wrote that the thing about being a historian is that you're dealing with large kind of events, right? You're dealing with large events that happen. 
And a lot of times, you know, and you, you can deal with a person's life, but a lot of times because it happened a long time ago and you're relying on their writings, you're relying on what other people wrote about them, you know, you're, you're not actually getting a sense, for example, of what it smelled like and what it sounded like when, like, for example, the Turks were invading Constantinople and taking that, sacking that town, or what even like the average bar looked like, smelled like, felt like, what the women looked like, you know, what, 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 where were the hookers? Where was the music? What kind of music was being played? When you walked into a bar, say that Benjamin Franklin was, was, was drinking in, right? So there, there is a, there is a difficult, there is a liability to, his, to history in that you're not necessarily going to get, you're not going to know the details of what goes on. However, what I'm trying to say is that you, you still can, if you read enough widely, right, enough scholarly work from people who are historians and, and, and philosophers and the age, you can get a sense of why certain things happen. Okay, so let yeah. me give you a couple examples. Like this guy, Andrew Buckholz, really fucking smart guy, and he had yeah. a course. He taught like, a, it was like 40 lectures I listened to in the great courses. And it's the shape yeah. of European history. And what I thought yeah. was really interesting is that he kind of like shows you how certain thinkers can actually usher in, and we're living in it now, certain yeah. thinkers can usher in catastrophe. So so like uh, and Nietzsche, like when Nietzsche predicted what would happen, that, that Europeans would turn, that, that Europeans would turn their continent into a slaughterhouse, right? Because he said God is dead. And what he meant by that is he was looking at the, the trends of people like Darwin who came along and said, there's something called sexual selection and there's a design without a designer. In other words, this happened through evolution and there's no God. That shook everybody up. You had Einstein who came along yeah. with the other physicists Darwin and talked suck about- a dick. But, but he was significant, just, just hold on. And then you had, you had um, Einstein who said that time and space are relative, which was really, really kind of a revolutionary and crazy. And then you had, um, you had Freud who came along and said, oh, by the way, there's something called the subconscious and men want to have sex with their mother. And all I'm saying is that whether or not this is true or not, these theories shook the world up and got people to kind of like take their old paradigms, throw them to the ground, and try to reinvent new ones. And that that kind of, there are a lot of stories that look at that and say, one of the reasons that Europe went to war and God sort of, the, the, the notion of God died was because of these thinkers. And it was destructive, but it also moved maybe us forward. That could be a debate, right? So it's just interesting sometimes when you read history about how certain thinkers and writers right. and people like Karl Marx, right. you know, who said, who came up with this notion of communism, how, how destructive they can be when it falls into the hands of demagogues and people who are evil like Stalin okay. and Hitler and stuff like that. Okay. And that, that's, okay. that's where I think the value of, of history comes in, where you can actually understand right. why certain right. things happen, right? Because okay. you and I are seeing now right. that we are being taken over by a far left agenda, I think, right? right. There's a reason for it. And you can, look, you can look at how it happened in the past and how it's happening today. And I think the past can inform what happens today. That's, the, that's to me, the idea behind reading history because uh, it gets you a little bit, it gives you perspective. perspective. Right, Brian. But the, the mechanism in which the information gets out could easily be controlled by the powerful who have all the money 
and all the access to the the mediums in which the information is put out. The owners that's, of the hap- books that's that happening written- now. That's okay. happening now. So my point, Brian, to you is that's happening right now on a level that we see because of the internet. There, how could it? Could it, Brian? Just in in a possibility, is it possible? that it could have happened in the past and we didn't see it because we didn't have the ability to access uh, records of what was and what sure. is. We didn't sure. have the ability to hear from the t- the side that quote-unquote loss and be like, that's not what happened at all. There's and no so doubt. That- There's no doubt communists and, and, and Nazis and a lot of other societies, the Chinese right now, control information. Information is power. I, I, I think the only thing I'm encouraged about is I'm pretty pessimistic about the world. What I'm, what I'm encouraged about at least is there are people like you and I and a lot of other people on the internet who are at least pushing back on the narrative right. coming from the Biden administration and the far left. You know, at least, okay. at least we have people that are fucking going, whoa, you know, this is crazy. At least we so you're have like, that. finally, there's some fucking resistance doing jazz hands. Is that what you're saying? Well, this, dude, I hope <laughs> that's what I like to do. I like to go, whoa, everybody, this uh, is too much. This is enough. No this is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. when you just say, Respect. you know, that's what I'm trying to say. Respect. Respect. So, so in other words, you would admit then that you're theory that Hitler was a Rothschild is the dumbest shit you've ever said in your life? Brian, it's unbelievable because as you're like if we were on if we were in trial right now and let's say you were the prosecution, I would have I would have leaned over to my lawyer and go, is he on our side or their side? Because that argument sounds exactly like my argument. I go, just let him go. Give him enough rope to hang himself. And then I would sit back and do this the whole time. As as you do that, and I say, I would do this as you were doing that. Why is he going like this? You were doing this, 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 I'd be doing this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you took a lot of fucking L's, and I'm wondering (laughs) what you did with those L's. Look at my spread. Look, I wish people could see what the fuck I'm working with in person. Uh, all I know is in. what all I know is what Kid Dynamite looks like when you're on top of her when you do that. Yeah. And yeah. uh goddamn, she's a brave woman. That's all I gotta say. The fact that know, she doesn't I've... instantly dry up like the Serengeti no, no, no. is truly no. fucking no, amazing. <laughs> she's truly a river. Amazing. She's a human river, dude. I always, I always, I swear to God, I said to her the other day. I saw a video of me. I swear well, to God, stop I said crying. This. Stop crying. I, well, well, no, because she's dated like pro athletes, black athletes before, like really good looking dudes, white athletes. And I and I and I looked at her and I, in all seriousness. I swear to God, I went, how are you attracted to me? You're 31. I'm 54. And look at me. Look at me. And there was an angle of me. And I was just like, God damn, that's so depressing. And I work hard. I try. I'm vain. I try to look good. Yeah. I mean, I can't bodybuild or do any of that shit, but. I try to watch, I try to do things, but it doesn't matter. I'm still a regular medium white dude who's now middle-aged. I would never fuck me. I would never fuck me. But, you know, women are more That's what makes women truly amazing. It's like this kind of fine line between, you know, majestic, enchanting, and retarded, right? It's this fine (laughs) kind of mixture because if they really had their heads on straight, 
anything less than an eight would not be getting laid ever. We'd all die virgins. But for some reason, yeah, uh, breakfast of chicken snake, God made it. We all have a shot at the time. I mean, especially if you live in Phoenix, you could be a, a fucking hard four date, yeah. fucking sweet 10. And you know, the chicken God goes, well, gives you a wink and points men, at you, does a little jazz hands. Apparently, um, most men don't have sex uh, with, I mean, they, they, they maybe get laid one or two women in their lifetime. But if you have a personality, if you have a personality, like a sense of humor, and you have a force to your personality, you, you can you can punt way out of your fucking league, way out of your league, right? If you're good at what you do, there, there are always women that are drawn to you regardless of what the fuck you look like. You can be a rock star with a fucking hoof and a horn coming out of your forehead, and there are always women that are going to find you sexy, always. Look I at gangsters. Of, yeah. I think a lot of, I know we talked about this before, but, I, this is so apropos right now. It's just like, and I think, I hope I use that term correctly. Cause I, I oh, yeah. never said that before. In apropos, my life. Good. Yeah. I've never, I've, I've just said, wow, I'm going to say this term and hope it applies right here. Let's do a little plug and play right now. Well, and, ap apropos, apropos means that that's appropriate, right? That this uh, okay. is, this is, this is, this is related to. Yeah. Apropos. I mean, for a guy, it couldn't have is functionally illiterate that I'm just proud I'm, of myself right there. I should just ring a bell just for saying that. But you know, when you look at like professional gamers, and the amount yeah. of money they're going to make and the amount yeah. of uh, the, uh, the amount of money they're going to make. What is that going to do to nines and tens when as their biological drive is to find the male with the most resources? What is right. going to happen to them when they're like, I should be fucking knuckle dragging cavemen. Okay. Yep. But yep. this fucking either super twinkie gamer or this super fat way too tight shirt on fucking gamer has a bazillion dollars yeah and i well, my that, loins are fire right now yeah because i think that those guys insert in us in their world and maybe in the world entirely as we become more technological they will be the caveman with the biggest club and the biggest muscles like it's all about status if if, if I'm sure Jeff Bezos, who's not the most physically imposing guy, he'd have no problem getting laid if he went to Vegas and, and for free, you know, or, or Vladimir Putin. If you just saw Vladimir Putin in a, in a vacuum, but he's the most powerful gangster, you know, leader in the world in a lot of ways. Believe me, believe me, he has his choice of Listen, women. Let's face it, dude. Know? Hitler got pussy when he wasn't doing crystal meth power bottom shit. He was, I he got he snatched. Was, most people believe that he never had sex with Ava Braun, that he was celibate because he was a, he was a vegetarian dude. Followed he yoga he did fucking speed. He did speed. He yeah. Got, but he, I wonder if he, he was um, shoving weird shit in his prison wallet. Trust me on that. dude. De definitely. I believe that. I believe he was deeply perverse. Yeah. There's no doubt. He yeah. had to have been just like weird. But he, you know, he was, a, he was a, he was a vegetarian. He was into yoga. Um, he kind of tried to create the third right based on the Indian caste system or maybe even Plato's Republic. Uh, Isn't really kind of weird, Brian, that like 
it's like is it's like there's this thing out there that we believe which is love and s- deep spirituality and that quote unquote somebody so quote unquote evil as uh, Adolf Hitler could totally believe in all those things veg veganism uh, you know Indian spirituality Eastern philosophy stuff like that uh you know and it's just like it, it just shows you. The the line between good and evil is very fine, and some people like Hitler probably snorted that line. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I think that people hijack philosophies to suit their needs, right? Like a lot of well, times, I think it comes down to I don't think people see themselves as evil. I think that's a hundred. Society- that's a hundred looks at what they did as evil but they themselves when they're in the middle of it they probably think they're doing good you know that's what you know one one hundred percent i mean one of the that's that's so i had an acting teacher who said if you're playing a monster like hitler or stalin you can't play him like a monster you have to play him so so like robert duvall who played stalin you have to play him like like in his mind in in stalin's twisted mind hitler's twisted mind Mao Zedong. Pol Pot and all these people, in their mind, they were trying to solve a problem. That's in their mind. That's how you would play it as an actor. As an actor, you wouldn't you wouldn't think of yourself as a monster. You're trying to save the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're right. trying, and, and that that's why the Apostle Paul in the Bible said, "You better be careful of trying to rely on human logic and rationality, because you can you know you can rationalize when when atheists." rail about rationality and how religion isn't rational. Well, I don't want religion to be rational. Sometimes you need something that's not rational. Let me let me tell you why. If you just only pray to the great God of rationality and mathematical numbers, okay, you can very easily rationalize getting rid of all the people who quote unquote drain our resources, like people who are who have Down syndrome, people who are um severely disabled that's what the nazis did that's by the way what the soviets did you know it's very easy uh, people who are mentally ill why save them they're they're a drain on resources we can we can use that money to give to gifted children over here and that's been done throughout history and and one of the debts we owe to the judeo-christian ethic to the islamic ethic to the buddhist ethic maybe less so the hindu but certainly to those out there, so I can't speak to the Hindu. I don't know enough. Uh, I haven't read the Upanishads, but is that human life Brian, is sacred. that's never sacred. stopped you before. Go on. No, no. But human life is sacred. And at all costs, we must protect it, despite the fact that it might cost us something, right? And 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 right. we've internal. you and I have internalized that, whether I don't go to church, but I certainly internalize that and I believe that. And I think most of us do. That's a fucking religious notion. That is not, that doesn't come from Sam Harris. And, and and Dawkins and all the atheists. It doesn't. It comes from, it doesn't even come from philosophy. It actually comes from faith. It does. Uh, well, I have my own theories on faith and God and everything like that. I don't know if I've talked about here, but I've talked about extensively on my other show that we, we you know, we hear a lot about how uh, we are losing God in this country. I don't believe that at all. I think people are more spiritual than ever. I just think we're losing organized religion. I think that's a big problem. I think I think people are starting to see that these org- organized religions aren't necessarily uh, having their best interest at heart. And 
that God, you don't need to go to it a giant building that they spent tons of money on and hear a guy who is just as human as you are tell you about an entity that is so beyond any of our understanding that you're, you simply need to connect God just through meditation, through prayer to all that stuff. And this thing that I'm telling you, brother, okay. Uh, two, three years ago, I would have said I was an idiot and I was stupid, but this is where I am as a human being right now. Yeah, oh, you sound like the magic in place. But you know who you sound exactly like, actually, ironically, Martin Luther, because because the Protestant King? Reformation. No, the he was named after the, the Protestant Reformation was was um, was the Protestant Reformation. Essentially, when you're a Protestant, when you're just a Christian, not a Catholic, the Protestant Reformation was this 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 priest, Martin Luther who was a bit of a fanatic himself, but who who nailed the hundred proclamations on the door of the Bitburg, I think it was Bittenberg's church. And, and it was a hundred proclamations, which would have, which actually they would have had him burned at the stake for heresy. But basically he said, the Catholic church is corrupt and here are the hundred reasons why. And all you need for God and to be religious is a Bible and just your, and, and you can, you don't need this, hierarchy of priests and bishops and a pope and all the money and corruption that goes with it including the vatican what you need is only the bible and maybe four walls or even your own home to pray in and so that was that was radical and that that set off oh about at least 30 years of terrible wars but really a hundred years of conflict between protestants and catholics in europe and yeah i I have no problems with catholics i have serious issues with the vatican i see them as you should demonic you should and you should bad, and you should i i trust them as far as i can and they are the root of all evil you know in my 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 humble opinion they uh, this has been a slow slow escalade over thousands of years and that's my opinion brian can we get in some other news too uh where let's, we can let's start do having it. some fun uh let's talk about uh, the situation with Joe Rogan right now. Joe Rogan has Dave Smith on. Has a uh, basically they have a discussion. I don't know if you follow Dave Smith from Legion of Skanks. Uh, really big in the Libertarian Party. Great guy. It, it, you know, it's kind of an interesting dude. In the fact that he's such a really smart political analyst and comedian and he's on a, a wonderful podcast called legion of skanks which is such a funny thing i remember when the name came out i was like i don't know how this is gonna go but i didn't understand how important names were back then to a show and now yeah. when i look back i look at it, i go oh legion of skanks is perfect name for what those guys do it it just you know i think a name of a show is so important uh it lets people like it lets people know exactly what you're going to talk about and i think people really resonate with that tinfoil hat and stuff like that i love conspiracy social club and you know but if you look at like guys we fucked my favorite murder small town murder you know exactly what those shows are and and looking back on Legion of Skanks was such a marketing smart move. But Dave being on there is such an interesting thing. You know, when you listen to like people talk about, uh, I forget what the name of Duncan Trussell's um, 
a spiritual leader, Ram Das, I believe is his name, Ram Das, and he had a, uh, his spiritual leader, I forget what his name is, but he would talk about how he was, he had a, a potty mouth, he was pretty filthy, he was like a real, he would call everybody sister fuckers, right, this very, people would pilgrim to go see this man, and he would talk to them you know, their English or whatever. And he would talk to them in his native language and he would have translators and he would call them sister fuckers and all this filthy stuff. And the translators would clean them up. So they didn't realize how dirty what he would say, but that's kind of how I see like Dave Smith, right? It's like, here's this guy on Legion of Skanks, but he's, he's really intelligent when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, politics and what's going on in Washington, D.C. And, you know, he was on there and they were having a real discussion about the deep state and they were getting in to vaccines. And Joe Rogan said, I think vaccines are safe. He goes, and this is paraphrasing. I, I You could probably, Anthony, if you look, you could find a clip somewhere. It's everywhere. Gotcha. But it's along the lines of, you know, I believe vaccines are th- safe. But if a 21-year-old healthy person came up to me and said, should I get the vaccine? He would go, no, why you're healthy. And a fucking firestorm has what happened. a surprise. Yeah. What a surprise. And what you a know surprise. what? that is, the, and I tell people, man, you know, I, I always go on podcasts cause I'm in the conspiracy world. There's always somebody who wants to talk Rogan because uh, I'm in Rogan's crew in a weird way. You know, we love each other, but you know, I haven't been on the podcast for a very long time, but I, I'm, I'm seen as part of that clique, which I, I love being all those people I've known since outside of Rogan, who was famous when I met him, everybody else was like coming up. So I love them all very much, but uh, you know, so people always want to talk about Rogan and they all have their takes on it. And, and then I'll shut up and let you talk, Brian. But you know, for me, it's like, you know, it's like nobody understands how hard it is to, keep that train on the tracks and every word that comes out of your mouth is overanalyzed a thousand times and that this is a great example something that maybe you and i would just have a conversation about yeah he's got influence he's got a lot of power and influence a lot of people are listening and so when he says something like that people you know make no mistake vaccines are you know whatever you want to say about this covid covid and all of this stuff is political um we we know now that uh, co- like um P- uh, companies like cnn used the virus and accentuated the virus to keep to get joe biden into power and make donald trump look bad we know this i mean i i have no doubt i'm not i'm not as, again as a conspiracy theorist i just know that that uh there is a there is a group of people i mean bill maher said it bill maher would show that like i think something like democrats or liberals I think like something like 30 or 40 percent. Yeah, we showed it on the show like two shows ago. Yeah, like they believe you can be you can be fucking you can be hospitalized when it was one to five percent. You know, you've got major ignorance out there. And I'm always shocked at how ignorant fucking people are. I really am. I mean, from this former senator from North Dakota or South Dakota, this fucking dumb, dumb, uh, whatever her name is, who said, well, Gina Carano's a Nazi and she has friends who are white supremacists. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. This is a cuckoo bird. Oh, is this where he did this yeah. when they no, came no, up no. to him? No, no, no. This was actually on. 
He did on a show with Dave Smith. This it's, is the clip is on this, and this I right guess here. this is people are pissed that Joe's wearing sunglasses indoors. Maybe that's what this clip's about. Oh, here it is. Yeah, play. Can you play it so we could hear it? Can you guys not hear it? I couldn't hear no. it. Can you hear Brian? Let's see. No. Hold on. Hold on. Joe's so yeah, Joe's thing. looking. Joe's looking a little tired there. Well, I mean, like. I, Joe's Joe, you know, I'm super busy, dude. I like I've been having fucking uh breakdowns. I'm so busy, right? Like I couldn't imagine what Joe Rogan said to me. Should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Experts are concerned because the influential comedian's podcast has an audience reach of 16 million. He was also a commentator at that controversial. That, that was that was basically the clip right there. Yeah, which basically says. You know, if and he goes into it even more. Like it's like if you're 21, you're healthy, you're working out, you're eating right. What do you? What? Wh wh where's this? Where's the danger? And he's 100% correct. Even if you're not all the stuff that he's saying, statistically, you have a 99% chance. You're not going to die. You're not going to die from no, no, no. The idea, I think, the left or people who are pro vaccine um for everyone are probably saying yeah just because you don't aren't affected by it you can carry it and spread it right so that would be the idea listen to look, this look you're not going to get i'm just telling you i i want to go to europe this summer i can't go to europe unless i get vaccinated okay so the european union is already going to tell you so if you work in europe if you are anybody and and do you really think do you really think you're going to be able to get out of the way you, this is fucking what's going to happen. Everybody is going to have to get vaccinated. And if you don't, you can stay home. That's what's going on. And I, you know, look, I, I, I'm, I believe in vaccines in general, but um, to have a vaccine passport, I am totally against um, to have facial recognition where they can tell you whether or not you are vaccinated, or not, which is coming, by the way, it's already here. Um, is uh, something I'm against. How much of our freedoms do we want to give away? I, I'm asking. What What is, do you really have that much faith in a federal government this powerful? Do you not study history? Do you not see how this works out? So how much of your freedom, my question to everybody is, how much of your freedom do you really want to give away? It's like taxes. When people say we need taxes. Okay, how much do you think I should? I make some money. How much of my money? Because I give forty, I give fifty percent of my money already. So fifty percent of my day is spent yeah. working okay. for state and federal government. How much more do you want? I mean, let's talk. What what percentage should I? Should seventy percent of my day be be spent working for someone else? Because if you do that, it's going to be tough for me to care. Too dark. Too dark. A little dark. There you go. I like your face. So that's that's the question. That's the question. Hey guys, so when it comes to crypto, it's a world I don't know a lot about. Yeah. But what you want to do if you are going to get into the world of crypto is do your research. Now, sometimes you don't have time to do that much research, but what you can do is find the people that know what they're doing and you, and you basically look at what their track record has been, what they've said in the past and whether or not it's come true. Their track and there's a company record. called Copy My Crypto. You, it's a membership site. And it shows you the coins that the YouTuber James McMahon personally holds, all right? And that in <laughs> itself is awesome because 
Uh, He's got over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. Yeah, if you could keep that copy up, dude, you're killing me. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm in the middle of the read. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, listen. What he does is show you why he does, and you should do your own research. You shouldn't just 